Yo, what's up? It's your girl father, Long Legs. Oh my goodness. Um, I can't believe it's already April. We are literally coming up on the anniversary of You Can Tell Me Anything. Four years, I think, right? Oh my gosh. That sounds wild. Um, I know it's season five, but that's because we, we're doing that weird Hollywood thing where we break it up for the summer for some weird random miniseries like last year. Congratulations. It's not weird. I shouldn't say that. Congratulations was a very fun show. Um, honestly, everyone I spoke with on it has like already done so much since and including myself. Remember in the beginning of it when I was like, I want to make a short. Okay. You can always tell when I do an intro and I think I'm going to riff it and not write any notes. And this is why my major and career is writing because I tend to do better when I structure my thoughts. <clears throat> but let's just get into it. We have some announcements. I'll keep it pretty quick. Uh, actually, you know what? I'm not gonna keep it quick. I always say that and it's never quick. And you know, if you wanna skip ahead, you can. Um, because I found that actually this is a fun time to catch up with some of the confidants. Um, it's been a long enough time with doing this pod that I've gotten to know some of you and I love especially the confidants that have been, uh, you know, messaging me about shows and content that they hear in the shows, especially things that help them out, or even things that you're like, hey, that was not, I didn't agree with that, um, because I really am open to the discourse. I know it sounds like I'm doing a radio show, but you just so you can picture, I will describe what I am seeing right now as I record this. I am on the floor of my living room. I do have chairs, um, but I sometimes like sitting on the floor. Okay, I'm leaning against. <laughs> I didn't mean to get this detail. I'm leaning against a, uh, whatchamacallit, a big stuffed pillow that's supposed to be for bad backs. You know, I did used to dance. I do have bad backs. And um, I'm on the floor just recording into my Yeti mic on my laptop computer that's from 2013 that's very slow that I probably should update. That maybe I will, but you know how it is with things I have to update that are expensive. I tend to do them infrequently so um that's that's just so you can i don't know what the point of that was except for maybe to bring you into my you know my space right now i want to feel like i'm talking to you and i want you to feel like you're in this room talking to me hey we can reach through space and time and connect on this level um it's making me feel less lonely sitting in this carpeted grandma 80s living room if you ever seen me go live you probably have seen the weird brown carpet that is in the rental I live in. I do love how much space there is. Don't love the brown carpet. That has not been replaced probably since the 80s. Um, but it's nice to imagine that y'all are here listening, hanging out with me. So that's a little bit of my process. Anyways, let's get into the announcements. I will be going on tour for the like first of this kind for me. Like This is the first time I've organized an entire tour um, DIY, pretty much performing every night for two weeks on my own. And I will, um, I mean, I'll be doing it, I guess, because like, we'll say, caveat, two years ago, you know, 2020, me and Eli Olsberg, shout out what's up, uh, my, uh, my, my straight ally, <laughs> I love him, um, he and I were going to go on tour, as some of you may remember, we had to cancel it, literally last second, like the day, you know, NBA canceled their season and Coachella canceled, we were like, okay, we should probably cancel our tour. So we did, and thank God we did. I mean, there's no way we were going to do it anyways. But that was a time when we weren't sure people were still going ahead with May plans, you know, because we were all going to go in lockdown for two weeks. So I'm actually going this time. I'm very excited. It's been two years coming. 
Um, I will be coming to Chicago on April 19th at the Lincoln Lodge. Let me know if you're coming. I would love to say hi because the thing is I sometimes get like shy after shows, you know, because I'm always like, you know, an awkward person off stage. And uh, I would love to hang. And if, especially if you hit me up before and let me know you're coming, that way I won't be caught off guard. And also that way if, um, you know, if I did make plans, then I can at least not disappoint you. But um, I would love to hang out with people after shows. I will be on the road, so I don't, you know, I'm not really planning to have like a lot of other plans. So if you're around in any of these cities or you want to grab coffee, um, you know, let me know. I'll mostly have my afternoons, but you know, even better if you come to a show and we hang after. April 19th, Lincoln Lodge in Chicago, and then April 21st, I will be in Cincinnati, Ohio. I should probably actually pull up all of these links so I can say them accurately. Cincinnati, Ohio at MOTR Pub. That is a free show, so if you live in the area and, you know, it costs less than 20 bucks to drive over even, come over because it's a free effing show. Um, Planet of the Tapes on April 22nd and April 23rd. I'm doing three shows there. I'm opening for Dave Waite. Super hilarious guy. I love him. I just did a show with him in L.A. Um, he's been on Fallon. He's been on Comedy Central. He's You probably know him <laughs> if you know me. Um, he's definitely more famous and successful than me, but it's going to be a fun show. There are three different shows, April 22nd, 7.30 p.m., April 22nd, 10 p.m., and April 23rd, 7.30 p.m., you know I'm a baby, so if you come to the early ones, you probably have more of a shot <laughs> actually getting my best energy after shows, but I will be on my A-game during the shows, obviously. Um, April 24th, I'll be at Neptune's Comedy. I'm really excited for this show. Um, I've been hearing a lot of great things about this venue. Can't wait to check it out for the first time in person. This is in Raleigh, North Carolina. I believe tickets are selling out fast, um, so if you, I think there's still some left. If they're sold out, let me know. I might be able to get... A few, you know, people on my list. Um, Traverse Comedy in Richmond, Virginia on April 25th. Okay, I'm coming back to Richmond. If you enjoyed hanging out with me last time, shout out to Mary Jane and Steve who put these amazing shows together for Traverse. I'll be at Bottoms Up Pizza. That's Monday, March 28th at 7 p.m. Tickets are $5 in advance, $10 at the door. So if you buy tickets online, $5. Boom. Easy. Or if for some reason you don't have internet, to buy a thing <laughs> I don't know message me I'll buy it for you and then you can Venmo me later or just laugh a lot um I, I'm very bad at selling tickets when it comes to because I just want to hang out with you okay <laughs> but you know if you can afford five dollars it's probably best because I this is a DIY tour but again I don't want money to be in the way of any one coming to see me because let's be honest I had to put a lot of my own blood sweat and tears and money into starting comedy and I would hate to that for that to be the only thing stopping you from coming to see me because I'm working on these jokes I would rather hang out with you if you can't afford five dollars let me know we will figure it out um then on April 26th I'll be at Ginger's Revenge in Asheville North Carolina this is the one that I had to cancel in 2020 I really really want to pack this out I love Melissa who runs these shows this should be really fun um I'm really hoping to see a lot of confidants out at this one I'm headlining this show. I'm bringing my good bud Ian Aber from Atlanta. It's going to be a hell of a fun time. It's going to be a queer-ass party. We're going to get into it. So, come. Maybe I will even dress up real fancy. How about that? I might even pack one nice outfit on tour, like an evening gown, and I might wear it. I want at least 10 people to message me and confirm that they're coming to this one, okay? I know there's a lot of local people who are going to come that maybe aren't just coming for me, but please, I mean, let's pack this out with some confidants. That is April 26th. 
then I will be ending my run for the weekend at Laughing Skull in Atlanta from April 28th to May 2nd. Um, that's going to be so much fun. I'm basically at the Laughing Skull all weekend. You can catch me. I'm doing a ton of shows. So if you want to check out exactly which ones I'm doing, you can go to my website, TeresaLeeComedy.com slash shows or go to LaughingSkullLounge.com. And I might be popping up on a few random, um, you know, guest spot shows around Atlanta. So if you are in that area, let me know. It would be fun to see you. And and then in uh, May, I'll be a little sneak peek. I'm going to Vail Comedy Festival. That's Memorial Day weekend. So if you live around Vail, Colorado, I mean, it's a very specific area, but I believe it's going to be a freaking fun show. There's going to be parties. There's going to be free food, free drinks, a lot of great comedy. I'm going to have a good time. I want to see you. I love Colorado. Okay, that's it for my upcoming tour dates but before I go on tour I have two more local shows added in Los Angeles this week April 7th at the popular kids club um whoops that was yesterday okay I probably shouldn't include this but I will so you know you know I'm doing stuff okay April 8th I'm tired can you tell I'm tired I just went to NACA and came back jet, uh, red eye April 8th I'll be at jet, uh, Jetpack it's uh, in West Hollywood Bar Lubitsch Friday night, 8.30 p.m., fun show. It's a weekly show. There's always great drop-ins. A lot of famous people with credits, and then there's me. Uh, no, but I always have a good time. Come check it out. And finally, if you haven't caught uh, the send-off, it's a feature film I am in. Ooh, it sounds cool that this year I get to actually promote the movies I've... <laughs> the couple movies I acted in during the pandemic. Um, so, yeah, it sounds weird to say, but honestly, the inside inside of me oh my gosh the little kid in me is screaming because I've always wanted to like you know cheesy it is be a movie star okay I'm not the star of this but this is such a fun freaking feature I'm so excited to be part of it John Michael Powell directed it um he is a phenomenal writer phenomenal director so great to work with it's an ensemble cast about um Hollywood but in a way that people outside of Hollywood can enjoy it's very very skewering satirizing the idea of cancel culture in a way, in a twist that I think you will enjoy. I don't want to give too much away, but um, I will read a little bit of the summary. Dan Richards is an award-winning actor living alone in his plush Hollywood Hills home when he suddenly receives an unexpected phone call that changes his life forever. In a spur-of-the-moment last-minute decision, Dan throws a last-minute house party with his closest friends in attendance, starts as a fun get-together, unwinds when Dan gathers everyone around him and divulges the content of his recent phone call. It's called The Send-Off. That's a little hint. Um, it's so fucking great. Zachary Sherman, uh, Zachary Ray Sherman plays Dan Richards. Lena Drake plays the uh, co-star woman girl. Uh, oh, my God. I'm blanking on her name in the in the movie. Um, I should probably know, but you'll watch it and you'll see. But she is so fucking good. Like, we were all there, you know, acting live and genuinely, like, just, like, moved and crying from her performance. I play Mickey. I am the, um, the, 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 like, basically a hype, happier version of my character in I Think She Likes You, um, Julia. Um, I am, like, just a happy little girl who is calling out all of these fucked up Hollywood people when they're full of bullshit. But um, that's my character. I have a lot of fun doing it. You can watch that online at createx.org. C-R-E-A-T-I-C-S dot org. I believe it's maybe like $5 for a pass to see all of the movies in this film festival, Cinequest. It's online. Um, hopefully it gets distribution and you can watch it on your Netflix and HBO later. But I would suggest watching it now because then you'll be able to tell people when it's out that you saw it first. 
And maybe you watching it will help get more buzz. Um, createtix.org. I believe it's only online until the end of next week. So, um, you know, do that now. Go buy, go buy it, download it, and then watch it later when you have time. That's it for my announcements. I just want to say a quick thank you to everyone who joined my live last week on Instagram last minute because I was uh, freaking out about my NACA set. Uh, we'll get into more of NACA in this episode. You'll understand why we're so stressed. Um, it was my first time there. A lot of comedians have done it a lot. So, you know, I sound amateur as fuck, but that's okay. I like to be honest here. I was very nervous. NACA is a college showcase for performers, not just comedians, but um, a lot of comedians do go. But they'll have musicians, jugglers, psychics, all sorts of things, TED Talks, you know. And um, every year, you know, they invite a limited number of performers. We have to submit. We have to pay to submit. We don't get paid to go, which is fine. I don't mind pulling back that curtain because, you know, every industry has a layer of, like, paying your dues. Um, but I just say that because for four years in a row, I've like been doing, trying to get NACA. Every year I get a little closer. This is the first year I actually got in for a live showcase. I have uh, was very grateful to be able to go perform live in St. Paul, Minnesota to a room packed full of hundreds of college students from all over the Northern Plains region. It was really fun. The audience was so great. Great energy. I had so much fun meeting the college students. Shout out if, if any of you are listening to this podcast now who were there. You guys are so great. Um, I met, shout out to Naveen who stopped by the booth and told me he was a huge Ariana Grande fan. Okay, I'm like, let's work out getting Ariana and me on the same lineup at your college. Yes, let's do it. So I had a lot of fun. That was this weekend. Um, Thank you for everyone who joined the live. I ran a joke that I was like freaking out about because I had been doing it for a while on stages and whatnot. It's my plant chicken joke. And at colleges even, but uh, first time I was doing it in like a more showcase formal environment and um, I, yeah, I just was like nervous, you know, because if you don't, if you don't have the experience of running it when you're under the pressure, you just never know. I think it went well. Um, we'll see if I book from this, but overall, really wonderful experience. Would do it again, would probably, you know, uh... <laughs> Uh, would probably be, uh, you know, bring a stress ball next time because I was very anxious um, and immediately went home, passed out, and ate a pizza. Well, not in that order. Ate a pizza and passed out in my bed by 8 p.m. right after. All right. I've gone on long enough. Thank you guys so much for listening to this intro. I do feel like sometimes I just want to get things off my chest, you know? Like, you can tell me anything, but I want to tell you everything. Okay, baby? All right. Please enjoy this episode. We have two guests. I apologize if... We're a little talky, chatty, excited. This was a recorded live from NACA, okay? Right after Daoud and Sammy set, before the marketplace. I'm so lucky to have both of these guests on the show. They are both phenomenal. I mean, like, they're just amazing. I met I met them both at the NBC stand-up showcase in the Bay Area. Like, Sammy, you've probably seen his clips all over. Facebook, before everyone, Facebook was, like, a place to be. And now Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok... Um, his stuff is always popping out very viral really really smart and hilarious um, he's been on Netflix 100 Humans Daoud you'll definitely know him if you see him with that bright blonde hair he is hilarious we also met at NBC Stand Up all around awesome sweet guy I love that he is like this super nice guy but always like pushes the envelope with his jokes that's like to me classic Bay Area comedy with the singers you know like 
Bay Area comics don't get enough credit for being so smart and so punchy and witty. We're always thinking about New York for that, but let's be honest, like Robin Williams, one of the greats from the Bay, Ali Wong from the Bay. Shout out Bay Area, not where I started, but where I was raised. Okay, enjoy this episode with Daoud Nyamir and Sammy Obeyed from NACA. You can tell her, you can tell her anything, she's a real good listener, you can tell her anything. Yo, what's up, it's your girl Father Longlegs, you know me Daddy T, this is You Can Tell Me Anything, coming straight from St. Paul, Minnesota, I always want to say Minneapolis, but that's the other Twin City. Uh, I'm at NACA. Okay, if you feel like this is a weird version, it's because I am in a hotel lobby. I actually think it might sound better than my Zoom <laughs> recordings. Uh, and I got two guests today, both hilarious comedians who are also here at NACA in person. Okay, we have Daoud Nayamar. I'm totally saying your last name. No, no, you nailed it. You I nailed got it. it. Okay. Yo, yo, I like, I'm here. To Glad Sammy to be here. Obeyed. And they're both hilarious. We both just did a weekend of college showcases, which is... Uh, well, I'm not going to get into that because we both we all want to shake it off. We love colleges. We do. We love yeah. them. I'm pro-college. We love colleges, but as an insecure comedian, the part where I have to like pitch myself is the hard part. Mm. Well, That's why we got candy. That is why we got candy. Yeah. I love pitching myself. Okay. Well, why don't we start this? Okay. I like to ask my guests for a good confession. Okay. So, um, sounds like you guys have a better hang on your anxiety than I do, so... What is something, what's something good you want to confess? It's really just a quick humble brag, an icebreaker. It doesn't have to be like a long story, but it could be something you're proud of. It could be the fact that you got candy. Um, I, uh, I've been losing a lot of weight at Ooh, a very healthy okay. pace. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm pretty proud of that right now. That is good. Uh, yeah, that's Congrats. about it. I got more like bad confessions than good ones. Okay. I'm learning we'll, about get, myself. we'll get there. We'll get no problem. There. No yeah. That's why I always start with good because sometimes people, like, sometimes it gets dark, believe it or not, with comedians confessing yeah. things. So. Even their good confessions? No, yeah, no, no. Good. That's why we always start with... <laughs> uh, I murdered somebody, yeah, but it was yeah. quick. It was a quick it, death. Yeah. And I cleaned up myself after. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Sammy? Um, I was consistently number one in my seventh grade uh, uh, algebra class. Nice. Wow. Yeah. That's seventh huge. Grade. Number one throughout okay. the whole year. So everybody... Everybody in the honors <laughs> society yeah. wanted to be okay. my friend. Their parents wanted them to be my friend. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Were you, was it like uh, a mathlete situation? I was never, I did never did the mathletics. Ma- wow. I just was good okay. in, the, in, in the classroom yeah. where it mattered. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. I wasn't True. doing that extra shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, you were like a weekend warrior of math. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. A weekday warrior. A weekday warrior. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wait, okay. Yeah. I, I do have a follow-up question because, I mean, when I hear number one, I'm thinking like first chair, second chair. But how do you do? You have rankings in math class. Like yeah, so they they would rank it by grade, you know. So wow. whoever's scoring highest on the quizzes and tests, and I was number one. Okay. Wow. Um, Henry Lee got close to surpassing okay. me, but he couldn't. Henry Lee. He couldn't yeah. do it. He couldn't do it. You grew yeah. up in the Bay Area. I know you went grew, to college. Fremont, California. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. This all checks out. I'm from the Bay. I don't know if we've talked about this, but yeah, yeah. My, my listeners know, and the Bay Area checks out as a place where uh, being good at math is really cool. It is. It is in my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you say so. Uh, yeah. I'm from the Bay Area, too, and I never oh, thought really? that. Yeah, so. different reality. We yeah, had yeah. calculus camp uh, yeah. in high school, and that was like the weekend before prom. And like, yeah. that was like the thing the seniors did. Right. Wow, okay. Yeah. What, what city do you go to Palo school? Alto. Okay. okay. Well, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, that, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay, fine. Yeah. yeah, I grew up in Union City. Drugs is what we did before okay. prom. Yeah. So uh, okay, different you're right. Vibe. The Bay is not all the same. Uh, <laughs> you're right. I, if you're I, from Palo Alto, Fremont, Sunnyvale, yeah, math is cool. That's fair. Everywhere else. I'll, I'll concede that yeah. point. Well, you know, maybe you're not cool, but Parts like, of we Palo Alto. Yeah, if you go to East yeah. Palo Alto. Yeah, West Palo Alto. Different vibe. <laughs> different vibe. West Palo Alto, East Fremont, West Southern Pal- Sunnyvale. I don't even, is there a West Palo Alto? Oh, yeah. That's oh. where you were from. Yeah. I guarantee. Oh, that's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much east, and then everything else okay. is west. If you were in East Palo Alto, you would know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh I see. Okay. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I know EPA. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. EPA. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Wow. Um, okay, the well... The Environmental Protection Agency. Is that, yep, yeah. That's the one. <laughs> the other IPA. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay. <laughs> I was like gonna go on a stupid riff that I'm not gonna go on because I feel like it'll make my mom sound racist. So um, okay, hey, uh, it's we all right. That. I'll, we your welcome mom's, racist. Your mom is probably racist. Yeah. yeah, no, because this sounds worse. This sounds worse. Then what we have. moms should be racist. It really I'm does. Pro-racist and I will mom. say this yeah. is how she, she's not like this anymore. But when we, yeah, definitely. I mean, and you know, she, she's an immigrant. She did. It. She was swayed by Hollywood. <laughs> I don't want to excuse her thoughts, but you know, when we first uh, were growing up, there was the when we went to EPA, she would like do the lock the door thing. Hilarious. You know. Yeah, and she doesn't do it anymore. Okay, it's not even a racist thing. That's a that's a, a poor racist. person thing. Yeah, oh, okay, right. <laughs> yeah, I still do that. But uh, right. I'm like, it's like the minute you cross the, you know, you see the IKEA and it's like lock, and I'm like, what? Yeah, what's yeah. You don't you say know? I'm not racist anymore. I leave my doors unlocked when I go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, you just become a hood. Canadian yeah, all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more like the, the, the boundaries of when you're doing it. Yeah. I, I understand. Yeah. I understand. Right. The implication isn't okay. great, but. <laughs> Sorry, mom, if you're listening to this. Uh, she locks her door after listening to this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Speaking of, okay, I did write a game, and this is sort of, I tailored this game. Both of you can play. Uh, it's, it'll be fun. It's sort of related a little bit to what we just said, but it's based on, Sammy has a joke about going to Berkeley and how Berkeley is um, where you know where the line is, or they where the line could be. Oh, okay, you know? great, great, great. Uh, so this is inspired by that. If you guys haven't watched Sammy live, go check him out. Um, you'll, I'm not gonna do the joke, obviously, but it's a very funny joke. It'll be in my special that <laughs> yes. comes out. Yes. Okay. Sorry, yeah. did I give you it too. away? No, no, it's fine. Okay. It's totally fine. It's the whole premise. Great. So yeah. <laughs> whole premise of my it special. is okay well i'm gonna redo no, that pre- intro it's not the give it's not a giveaway okay, it's, it's cool. the premise it's the premise God, i should have asked yeah oh all right well yeah this is a teaser um well this this joke is nothing to do i mean this game has nothing to do with that but it's inspired by that basically Great. i took a bunch of things that headlines from fox news transcripts um where you know sometimes they really like to push the uh the uh, dramatics envelope. yes oh. oh no no they very much will uh, straw man their arguments if that makes sense mm-hmm. like right. oh my god you know it's like the my what's next dogs getting married right, right. yeah and so basically i've just pulled some quotes. which is adorable by the way yeah, yeah. <laughs> dogs getting married yeah, oh my god that's what's wrong with that yeah, yeah. it is funny it is. that all the dogs getting married are very hetero i have noticed that that's a problem mm, my, my next right. uh you know my next yeah, you gotta tackle that yeah yeah it's, gonna be, it's like what the, the lgbtb commu- it's like yeah. for bark i don't know why i went bark instead of dog i don't know why i went yeah oh my gosh so basically it's like uh i'm gonna read an actual transcript with a word blanked out and then multiple choice you have to guess what it is okay, okay. And these yeah about it things let's from, do this um fox news okay here's the first one and this is a recent one in relation to the don't say gay headline um mm-hmm. Florida? Disney. Mm-hmm. yeah so, okay, here's the quote. The official position of Disney is that schools should be able to teach children from K through third grade about sexual orientation. Why not just rename the roller coaster blank? Is blank A, Big Thunder Railing Daddies, B, Dumbo's Gay Adventure, or C, Sex Mountain? Uh, this is a real headline or real? This is uh, a real, real like, transcript. That, this I, is I, Laura I, Ingram. I don't know on which one is. I'm not even going to go for accuracy, but my favorite is Dumbo's 
was a big gay D- Dumbo's gay adventure. That's the funniest thing. Okay, that's your guess. What about you, Sammy? Um, it's it's even better than Sex Mountain. It's definitely not the first one, <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna go with the Dumbo too because that like Sex Mountain just too boring for Fox. Well, Fox is a boring oh, place mountain? where no writers want to work. So the six answer is actually C. This was from Laura Ingram's The Angle on Fox News. Yeah, mm. she, what a what a zinger there. Yeah. yeah, she should hire you as a writer. Yeah, we gave him yeah. too much credit. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, Dumbo's, Dumbo's big gay, adventure. Yeah, that's so fun. <laughs> Come on, I'd watch that. I'd ride that. <laughs> yeah, 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 make it happen. Know your demo, Fox. Yeah, Six Mountain sounds kind of black. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here's the next one. Okay, this was Tucker Carlson in response to um, the M- Mars Corporation changing the M&M. Um, okay, so, yeah. okay. so here, yeah. uh, what did, what, okay, so I'm gonna read one part that he said and, I'm, and then the question is, okay, hold on. <laughs> Here's what he said. Until the moment you wouldn't want to have a drink with any one of them. That's the goal when you're totally turned off. We've achieved equity, they've won. And then he, he calls them, he calls um, the green M&M something specific mm-hmm. okay so you have to guess what he calls them a completely unattractive and extremely unappetizing b deeply unappealing and totally androgynous or c no longer an m and m i f l an m and m i'd like to fuck ah okay thank you for that uh, <laughs> sorry no, uh, an m and m an m and milf an, an m and milf <laughs> M and Milf, okay. yeah, a double M Milf, yeah. yeah, yeah. That I think is too creative for them. <laughs> it's between the first two. Yeah, Tucker and Carlson doesn't fuck. Yeah, um, so and I can't feel like. To well, fuck. now he can't fuck M and And I'm pretty yeah. sure that like they're they're have so much repressed feelings. I, I'm pretty sure he's into like androgynous people. I'm gonna go with that one. What about you? What was Sammy? the first one? A completely unattractive and extremely unappetizing. B deeply unappealing and totally androgynous. The first one is a little too mean, even for Tucker Carlson, so I'm going to go with the androgynous one, too. You are correct. The answer is deeply unappealing yeah. and totally androgynous. Most Carlson men are into seat. androgynous uh, people, by the way. Oh, it's hot. Yeah, I'm into it. It is yeah. androgynous. Until you called that out, I was like, oh, yeah, why would he go? That's like not... It's like the M&Ms have never... Like, yeah. I've never described candy. Like, androgynous There's is not a term I associate with candy. Yeah, except for <laughs> Snickers. I don't know if you've seen those. Those things mm. are... <laughs> if anything we should be on the left twix right twix for being so binary yeah. <laughs> cancel twix okay here's the final question you guys are doing great okay here's another Tucker Carlson on mass restrictions in Australia okay so um, he was talking about uh, this guy who left home he was apparently being counted as a COVID patient and this is the quote here's a man in Melbourne this Sunday who made the mistake of walking a block from his house here's the interesting thing apart that obvious authoritarianism it's terrifying that that could happen in a civilized blank country in Australia of all places so why is it so horrifying that this could happen in Australia was it because it's a a English-speaking country B Judeo-Christian country or C a democratic country those are all very applicable yeah uh, Tucker Carlson, I, I mean, he's not as into the democratic angle. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Well, maybe. I mean, it's, like, it's possible. but like, uh, like, you're definitely right. Right. But I think when they use democratic, they mean it in a different Remember way. Absolutely. bad Absolutely. at writing that fuck. Right, right. <laughs> but he's got to be careful with his words. Mm. Yeah. You know. English is a pretty fun one. But do Australians really speak English? I mean, I wouldn't call it English. Yeah. 
Would Tucker Would Tucker Carlson call it English? No, it's it's cooler than English for the record. I wish I could speak Australian, Aussie English. And then what was the other? The second one? Judeo Christian. Judeo Christian. That's definitely what he wanted to say, whether he said it or not. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the feeling. I'm thinking English. No, I'm going with B. Okay. I'm going. No, you know. Oh. I'm going with Democratic. Okay. I'm going to go with a English speaking. Okay. Sammy is correct. I'm so sorry. Damn. But, but both of you well are done. correct in some ways because he did just want to say Learn white. the language, white. as I yeah. said. Learn the Learn language. Yeah. yeah. It's a soundbite. Uh, yeah, I was thinking, like, you know, recount. <laughs> and Australia does have a lot of Aboriginal people, and it's not. Oh, a well, a lot is a very. They have some. They're like, live. we know what happens when we. They have some Aboriginal people. Uh, I'll talk to the white people. Okay. You guys did great. Um, well, basically what I learned about this is that Fox News, probably we could all submit a packet and get yeah. a job. Yeah. If I want to be right wing, I could have. <laughs> so easy to be it's a right so wing much writer. Easier. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we are going to find out if you guys have confessions. We are back. Wow. <laughs> so quick. <laughs> podcast shortest break magic, I ever dude. took. That movie magic, break. bro. I wasn't ready for that. Uh, what happened over this break, by the way? I didn't, yeah. <laughs> I, didn't oh. I learned a lot about myself, oh, wow. actually. I submitted a packet for Fox News. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, I, okay. I got an interview. Uh, Great. <laughs> they made me a host. Uh, nice. <laughs> I feel you, have like you, you have to go be blonde again for that, though. Yes. Yeah, you yeah. could. I, the weird thing is that you could so get away with, like, not that I would do this, but, you know, as you see on TikTok all the time, people oh, are like, yeah. oh, if you just play a character. Oh, yeah. That it's someone who's like, look. I'm Asian and I don't think they're racist. Like they immediately love it, and you're like, That's you do know angle. we're making fun of you. Yeah, it's right. wild. It's like, yeah, exactly. Oh man, a, a Muslim who's just like, nah. <laughs> Fox News is right. That's and they're like, see, good, yeah. And you're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get into it. You're right. I think I found my yeah. passion. <laughs> Time to sell out. Oh god. Um, okay, so this is a like confessions theme podcast. I hear that you have a confession. I would love to. If any of you guys have anything you want to tell me. Uh, I got, we're talking about going to Canada. I can't get into Canada. Yeah. Yeah. I got a DUI when I was 19 Wow. and, uh, I hit a house <gasps> and then I tried to run away. Whoa. Yes. Where, uh, this was where in, in San Ramon, California. Okay. You hit oh, exactly whether that, no, just don't tell yeah, me Yeah. Yeah. I okay. can tell you that. No, you, I don't no, remember you that. You hit a house. That, yeah. Um, I went into the backyard into like the living room. It's like, who's the singer? Is it Billy Joel that hit a mailbox? Did he? I don't know. Maybe not. I just remember there was like a singer that um, got a DUI, but it was always like hitting innocuous. Like it was always hitting furniture. Like That's wood. hilarious. And so in some ways it's like, bad, but also I'm just, like, okay. yeah, I'm just a really fan of whoever that person is. That's kind of why I did it. Yeah. yeah. I love Billy Joel. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to one up him. Hit a house. So you obviously got caught. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to like, uh, I got backed out of it and I tried to like drive off. Uh-huh. But my, all my tires were flat at that point. Oh my so I was gosh. going like one, two miles an hour. And the cops just like walked up to the door. Wow. And I was like, hey. <laughs> hey. And they knew I, like, I was going by David back then. He goes, David? And I'm like, oh, it's Stevens. He's like, what are you doing, man? I'm like, I'm just hanging out. And oh then he like God. took me and he's like, because I like had brushes a lot and I talked my way out of almost every single mm-hmm. time. And this time he's like, bro, like, you know, I take care of you, but you hit a house, bro. You got to, I can't wow. cover this up. So. so people weren't in the house. Uh, they were, but they, nobody <laughs> they got hurt. Nobody got hurt. Okay. Nobody, yeah, they house came out. Pretty resilient. Yeah, it was a resilient house. They came out like, like what's going on? Uh. Like, we're out of here. <laughs> so, and then yeah, I was with my girlfriend at the time, and uh, yeah, she was okay. Wow. But I was, I was, I was oh. also naked. 
What? <laughs> Which is... Uh, Wait, really? You were driving naked? Yeah, I was driving naked. Okay, so I'm gathering that you guys were getting up to yeah, hanky, we, hanky panky. We hooked okay. up and I was taking her home. And her put you, on her, you didn't put, put your clothes, clothes on? on? And that's, what we, that's, that's the sign. Wow. Because cops always happens yeah. like when the naked... Yeah, they got Wait, it. the yeah. cops found you naked? Yeah, I had put I put on shorts by the time they got there. Oh okay, God. okay. But the initial uh, crash was a naked crash. Wow. wow. Did you know this? Oh, he told you? I didn't, oh, told I didn't, I didn't give all the details. Yeah, this, this yeah, naked yeah, yeah, part yeah. is a, okay, because it's, now it's like a little goofy, even though I know a DUI is very serious. It's very serious. I don't recommend serious. it. Nobody died, right. though, so now Dr- we uh, Drinking driving is cool. I mean, driving Yay. naked is what I'm against. Don't <laughs> yeah, do that. Yeah, that's where you that's where That's, you that's the that's issue. Hilarious. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad there are no children around, because... <laughs> Oh, my God. Have you driven naked before? Like, was or just happened? Yeah, it just happened. Yeah, I was just drunk, and I was just like, I'm going to take her home. Wow. Is it illegal to drive naked? I, I, I think I don't if know. you're like if you distract someone, someone could see, say yeah. you're depending like, on the tint, maybe. Yeah, yeah, right. Or the car. Huh? Right. True, because if there's like no public nudity laws, right, you're just breaking. One it's law. almost like not. What if like in San Francisco you can be publicly naked, right? Can you? Can't you? I That's don't know. F- maybe I don't or know. Or maybe enough. just for special parades. I feel like I've seen a lot of. That's fair. Oh, yeah. I have naked seen a lot of nudist naked. dudes. Yeah. yeah. I've seen a lot of full naked. Yeah, I've seen I've seen a lot of socks on celebrations. Socks on dong. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, well, you could drive with a sock on your dong, and like That'd someone would have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I imagine going to jail with a sock on your dong. That's they were polite enough to like let me put on like clothing <laughs> before they booked me. I just, I like how casual you are about it because even when I think about driving naked, I'm like, but I. I would be uncomfortable. Like I'm just like you were. You must have been very drunk, but also like yeah, you yeah. weren't embarrassed at all. There's like some level of braggadocio. Oh, I was, to, like, I was a cocky young you man driving around naked. Yeah, I mean, you just had sex with a person in the car. <laughs> yeah, they have seen you naked. I wasn't worried about her. You know what right. I'm saying? I wasn't even worried about people in the house. I was just chilling. Right. I was having a good time. It is nice to be naked after you have sex. That is kind of yeah. Like, I don't like to general. like. Sometimes I'll like now. I'm like older. It's nice not to hit a house. After. Yeah. Yeah. Well, lesson learned, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. One lesson. I'm yeah, still yeah, going to yeah. be naked after sex. <laughs> <laughs> Driving naked is still fun to do. What, yeah, that's true. I, sometimes I feel like, uh, I, you know, if you go to, this is okay. Is it okay we're talking about sex? I'm like, I don't know you guys that well. No, yeah, but yeah, no, I'm, you I'm, go to the bathroom after and then you're like, now I want to put on underwear. But then it's like sometimes you want to lay around naked. Yeah, yeah. But then I'm like, is it? That's weird sometimes to me. But I'm like, what's the verdict on this? Because I, I feel I'm, like if you've gone to the bathroom, you're supposed to put on your clothes. Otherwise, you're just like, I don't know. It feels like a reset. But then it also is like weird to take off. This is after sex or this is just yeah, in general? Yeah, let's like, say you got to walk over. Depends on how well you know the person. Yeah. Do you take all your, like if you have to walk, you know, through a living room or something and so you put on pants, do you take them back off to get into bed? If you're like going to cuddle or you just wait. I'm a, I'm a very, I like to, to, to bust my nut and then I like to put on <laughs> boxers. I like to be in boxers for the rest okay. of the time. I'm, I'm not comfortable. New boxers. New boxers, <laughs> ideally. Yeah, not the same boxers. You put on the old boxers have the horny vibe. Like you no. got, you got there's a horny vibe. Yeah. That's another thing. Boxers, yeah. you relax. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. With that clean. clean clothes are naked. I, I wouldn't put on the same old clothes. That's okay. fair. Yeah. But sometimes it, you have to, obviously. Sometimes but if you, you have, have to. to like choice. walk to a bathroom and then you want to come back and cuddle. You, is it weird? Like your partner's still naked. You you want to match, but that's the part where I'm like. I feel weird being like, and now I'll take off my clothes just to cuddle. Like it does. It's yeah. the, the horny vibe. You gone, wouldn't want to. You know? Once the clothes goes on, it doesn't come back off unless you're having sex. Okay. To me, so you just wouldn't put clothes on in that situation. Mm-hmm. Ideally, if True. you're going to go pee or use the bathroom, just whatever, waddle you just, you just waddle over. Uh, <laughs> there's like a lot, if it's like a giant window situation or something, uh, then I understand. Uh-huh. Yeah. But. I yeah. see. Okay. Thanks for settling that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I've thought a lot about this. Yeah, no, I mean... But I, driving is perfectly driving, fine. Uh, yeah, definitely if you're driving, drive around naked. Yeah, yeah, whatever. drive around naked. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think the driving naked part would even be a big part of the no, story. No, it really is the part that I'm most concerned with because DUI, like, that's bad, but, yeah, like, yeah. I understand you drank and you drove. Yeah, yeah. Like, whoops, but, like, I've never drank and been like, now I will drive naked. Yeah, well, I was already <laughs> yeah, naked. Exactly. Like, it wasn't... I didn't, I didn't, like, time to go and start <laughs> taking my clothes off. Like, it oh, was... <laughs> what kind of car was it? It was a uh, Scion TC. So it was manual too. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Sammy, is there anything you would like to tell me? Confession. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, you know, I have so many. Could you, could you like give me like a theme and I can? Oh sure. How about naked? No, I'm just <laughs> uh, things that you. Okay. Uh, we're talking. So we're at Naco. We're this college sort of. So something like maybe from your like college days or like you know something in that realm of student. I like your math story, so if anything you know, comes to mind around math. Mm-hmm. But I like, I like this theme of we're around college students, we're kind of reliving our, our you know, youth? Young, younger days, yeah. Yeah, were you, were you like, uh, like not number one one time? Oh. So yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> this is a confession that I never, I never thought I would actually tell wow. publicly. But I, you know, I went to UC Berkeley. Mm-hmm. Um, I got in for reasons like high grades and SAT scores, uh, mm-hmm. I, high grades were easy for me because I was a good student. But SATs, I was horrible at. Oh, okay. I don't like I don't like when people give me a time constraint and mm. I have to work under the pressure. So my SAT scores were not great the first times I took them. You take back in the day, you had to take SAT twos and SAT ones. Yes, I remember that. So my SAT two. You still remember your SAT scores? It's what I'm gathering by this, right? Yeah. I don't actually oh, no. don't remember what they <laughs> were. How convenient! I sort of, yeah, I sort of kind of have a rough idea of my. I never took it. There's <laughs> definitely like for SAT twos at least. There's like a realm of acceptable. Yeah. And I was just horrible at all the reading writing stuff. I was good okay. at the math stuff. The math stuff was yeah. easy. Yeah. But the reading writing stuff fucking killed me. And for the SAT twos, um, you're supposed to do it like section by section. You do all right now. You do the physics. Now you do the math. And now uh-huh. you do the English. Whatever. I finished. Um, the math early and Ooh. and started doing the other Whoa. parts so that I would have extra time. Mm. So you so cheated. I, devoted, you cheated. I cheated. I gave an extra 30 minutes to reading wow. and writing by finishing the math first. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Wild. And that's that's not allowed. Oh. So, and, oh, my goodness. And, yeah, if I hadn't got if I hadn't done that, my score would have been 500 points low. Yeah. Were you wearing wow. clothes? <laughs> I was I was naked inside. Were you okay, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, okay. I was naked in inside. Emotionally naked. Yeah, so oh. I, you know I definitely cheated, and that's that's how I got into Berkeley. So I cheated my window. That Berkeley. is definitely the only reason you got into Berkeley. Yeah, and no other. Because you reason. cheated. Yeah, definitely. You got thirty more minutes. Right. Right. I think, like, in some ways, this was, like, a brag, because it was, like, I finished math so fast. I finished so the math fast. 30 minutes. Everybody <laughs> yeah. else yeah. took 30 extra minutes for the yeah. math. I finished You're 30 like, minutes. Um, I have a confession. Um, I'm just, like, so good at math. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is an interesting trajectory, though, to, like, not be mm. as good at the English department and then... Yeah. And then being comedy. Be, yeah, horrible, be a writer. Horrible. Wow. Horrible, yeah. horrible yeah. English and, and, and literature and reading comprehension and all. It was such a weak point. For me. I was like an English nerd. I did okay at math, but I never liked it. it to me, it wasn't like, I mean, this is obviously you can't get creative. There's just the right answer. But I'd yeah. be like, that's it. And then I'm like, but what if? And so that's why I liked English. But I always like now I've come back around in a weird way doing comedy where I like math because like you can break down things structurally mm-hmm. to Comedy's people all through mathematics. math. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it really is. What, I like, okay. I, I want to have follow-up questions because you... Obviously, like e- I cheated my way into college. What more ma- do you need to know? Because, oh, a bad boy. Oh my god, the worst boy. Actually. People think. Yeah, you know, the people fact that you still remember a- this, like it means it took up a 
space in your brain for a while, right? Like, how guilty did you feel about not, it? Not at all. I oh, did, okay. I, you know, I did the right thing. Berkeley needed me. Yeah, I, Berkeley yeah. would have been fucked without me. It was you were altruistic. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was doing it for them. Had you ever cheated before in school? Rarely, rarely did I ever need to cheat. Yeah. yeah. There was never a reason to cheat because I already had the answer. Right. But this was a situation where it's like I need to cheat for the greater good. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting because I feel like I I remember times I cheated. I was also like generally like I was like all the propaganda, you know, don't do drugs, don't cheat, whatever. Like be good. I did it all, and to the point. But then I also wanted to be cool. I really wanted to be cool. Mm-hmm. So I would like let other people cheat off me, but um, in my mind, I have my own. You were cheating, accomplished. Yeah, uh, yeah accomplished. Accomplished. Yeah, yeah, I had yeah. my own line. I was like, if this person's gonna ask another Asian girl for the answers anyways, I might as well do it. Like, mm, but that's if a I terrible can, argument, by the but way. if I'm gonna be the yeah. one to stop them and help them learn, then yes, I would do that. But like, yeah. generally speaking, these cool kids were like, hey, and I'm like, well, this isn't gonna affect me. But I drew the line myself, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. in my mind, I was still quote unquote breaking the rule, but I never did it for my own gain. Yeah. Well, socially, I did. You were also doing it for the greater good. So right. both, when you guys right. cheat or help mm-hmm. people cheat, you're just helping society. You really I guess. Are. See, I never cheated uh-huh. uh, ever, and I just would fail. And <laughs> That's also very noble. Behind. Yeah, I got left behind. <laughs> and, uh, you got naked and crashed his car. Exactly. <laughs> right. And you know what? I should have done it for the greater good. Uh-huh. If somebody just give him some answers, he could have been I in college uh, and exactly. working at that point. He would have been having sex at a dorm and not in the car. Oh, ex- ex- things would have been so much more different <laughs> yeah. in my life. I, yeah, man, you're bringing back memories talking about SATs because I literally just had a flat. Like, I'm going to think about it, but the fact we're talking about the Bay, and yeah, we, yeah. we all kind of met in the Bay. Like, in college. There is a very, very uh, high pressure, uh, what do you call it? Like, I guess there's just a lot of pressure put on the Bay Area kids about going to college. Yeah. And I really yeah. thought the SAT, like, we were counting. We had a wall of shame or what a wall of rejection at our school for <laughs> all the. Really? Yeah, when you got, didn't get into college, it was supposed to be helpful. It was yeah, meant yeah. as a, like, oh, let's all bond yeah. over the fact that we didn't get in. But now when I look back, I'm like, maybe we should have put less importance on this. Yeah, shame. You, have a, you had a wall place. of shame. Yeah, to the point, I tried to start one in my own room the other day. Not a the other wall day. of like shame? Last, last, like, during the pandemic, I was, like, trying to, like, you know, I spent a lot of time alone in my house. Okay. I was redecorating, and then I was, like, kind of getting in my head about comedy a bit, you know, because I was, like, right before I was... It was one of those years where I was like, maybe this will be my year. And then and then everything stopped. And I was like, well, maybe I don't never. Or should I even try? Like that kind mm-hmm. of thing. So yeah. I decided to. And I had a couple of things during pandemic where it's like writing or whatever that I almost got. And I got really close and I kept trying. And then so I was like, oh, maybe I'll start a wall of sh- like shame in my room. And yeah. it'll make me feel better. And like it did not. Negative, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Negative reinforcement doesn't work. That's crazy. Printing <laughs> yeah. out emails. Like, I think I printed out an old NACA email too. That I didn't yeah. put it on. I was like, this will make me like see the perspective. And I just, every morning would wake up and be like, why am I doing this to myself? Yeah. <laughs> that does work for a lot of people though. Just like fueled by anger and hate. Oh, you man. know what I'm saying? What motivates you? Uh, anger and hate. Anger and hate. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, I was like, what are you saying? Like, that's actually a pretty good idea for me. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm like, I don't know. Things just work out for me. I just, oh. I'm just a happy, chill person. I see. Because you're, ta- you're tall and you're blonde. I'm tall. I'm, b- I'm blonde. I'm just having a good time. I'm blue-eyed. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm, uh, I'm an Aryan dream, dude. <laughs> you just got to get blue contacts. Oh, nice man. Time. Can you imagine? Yeah. Did you, <laughs> oh, you would God. be. That's what's missing. Honestly, oh, if there's one God. thing missing, that's what it is. That's, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to act like I haven't thought about it. <laughs> 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 you don't say. 
the blonde hair i do want to ask because as someone like usually i'll meet girls like i you've seen me blonde i yeah, really yeah. grew up watching you know the same shit on tv that was like the popular blonde girl is the hot girl so i internalize that but then as an adult i got comfortable enough to be like now i'm doing it because it's still kind of true but also i worked on my personality too but i'm curious like did you grow up always like on some level wanting to be blonde like in that sense or you're just like this is gonna make me stand out i think no i'm sure there is some like deeper rooted like um um racism racism <laughs> yeah i, guess. I, know it's I, I, like, it, right? I, I have to call myself out because i'm like out yeah here. Like, it's, who you are but also if you get a chance and you want to be blonde you're loud like you're loud I'm there loud. is something about like growing up and like loving your the european standard mm-hmm. but at the same time like, i don't think that's why I, I think i just i like to be different and i think this would this helped me stand out yeah i actually think blonde hair on ethnic people is really hot thank like, you i yeah i mean and and i'm saying that like when i see somebody mm-hmm. yeah. like because i'm i tend to be in into women of color mm-hmm. and blonde hair even though i know it's just i just like different colors but yeah. there's something hot about it i went through the blonde phase i did blonde oh, did? when okay. i was 12 13 and then once okay. again when With i was tips? senior in high school and not yeah i mean just did the full oh, yeah wow, full okay. like that i was i was full on blonde when i was 13. yeah yeah and it, i wasn't allowed to do it then yeah, so like now i'm just either. i'm more like it's not really like a racism thing it's more like a uh, like a midlife crisis thing sure yeah oh well, yeah that's true because it's d- a different look altogether and then now it's become its own look like you're saying like it's like there is a look the the asian blonde when I first went blonde, it was like, I really wasn't seen as many. And I was like, yeah. oh, I think there was a part of me that was like, I just want to be blonde. I didn't really consciously think white because that wasn't it. But clearly there was some, you know, some imagery there. But then now it's like an Asian blonde is a whole separate category of look now mm-hmm. where I'm like, okay, yeah. in some ways I opened that door. No, uh, Nice. Yeah, you were the first. <laughs> yeah, my me leaning into my internalized racism actually opened the way for a new type of casting, the Asian blonde. There you go. The greater good once uh, again. <laughs> We were finding a it's theme here. Good. Yeah, yeah, finding a theme. Um, <laughs> Whiteness for the greater good. The white- <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Make America I, the no. greater good. <laughs> <laughs> Make America the greater good. What have I done? Yeah. Oh my gosh! It is weird to spend this weekend here. This episode is sponsored by yeah. Fox News. Fox yeah. Oh no! <laughs> the green M M&M. and M. Oh gosh. I, okay, I, this is going to be. I'm going to make a confession. I think it's okay to have hot cartoon characters that are fictional. But I don't think we have to have them all be hot. Like, the Eminem thing was like, I don't care. They're Eminems. Why are they anthropomorphic in the first place? To me, I'm like, that's more of a sign that we have an innate instinct to want to hunt. Why did we make a candy mm. that isn't made of meat uh, anthropomorphic so we could feel like we're eating them? Like, I don't know. That part's that's weird. an interesting take. Yeah. But then because of all that, I'm like, the fact that we're picking on a sexy green Eminem in this first place, I'm like, well, why don't we just get rid of talking candy? I don't know. That's probably going too far, but I, I'm just like, some saying. of it feels like it's not really about being sexy. It's about this, like, instinctive, like, it's, like, satisfying that, like... We're killing hun- something. Yeah, and I think that's what's primal rallying up that, like, man, like, rah, my fire kind of feeling. And I'm going to disagree. I like to fuck my candy. Um, <laughs> okay. I, I like to... You're both right. I like to fuck my candy <laughs> and then kill it. And, or, okay. Oh, sorry, <laughs> kill it, then fuck it. Oh, you want to have candy and uh, kill uh, it, too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> I, I have been wondering about the the sexiness angle though, because like with furries, especially, mm. right? Like they're all like anthropomorphic like animals and stuff, and uh-huh. like sexy foxes, and they never have like larger animals. Well, there are no hip- there's no bears. I don't know if there's bears, but even the bears are like cut oh, and yeah. lean. Okay. There's no hippos. There's no elephants. Huh. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Like, where are these representations? Elephants. Yeah. 
Interesting. I never thought about the size thing though, because you do get like they're all they all look like Tony the Tiger. Sizes. Right, right. I wonder though if it's more body shame animals, face or leg, uh, bi bipedal. What is it? Leg related. Because it's like there's a well, the, whole, there's the, the elephant can still be two two legged, but there's a nose. A really oh, long it's nose. the nose. That's, I, that's why I think it's the face thing. Because a hippo also has a different face. Like it's a little a hippo is so iconic of a face mm. that I feel like a lot of it's like focus on the body. But I don't know. I guess get at me if you're a furry. Well, but not that in that way. But um, get at yeah. me. Yeah, no, get, get at me when, in that yeah. way. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking for furries. I, I'm looking for blonde. <laughs> Perfect. Middle Eastern blonde <laughs> yeah, Middle furries. Eastern. <laughs> you gotta be brown on the inside. Yes. Blonde on blonde the outside. Like an M&M. And furry, <laughs> like the oh peanut M&M. Oh <laughs> the yellow M&M. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to think about this animal thing a little bit more because I definitely used to like uh, the Robin Hood girl. What's her face? Miriam. She was hot, but she was drawn oh, like a the, hot... Oh, the fox? Yeah, but she was drawn like a... Just, yeah, same thing with like Lola Bunny with and the like fo- all these... Yeah. They're just, oh, Lola Bunny like, for they're, sure. They're all just attractive. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's <laughs> out there. They're all attractive. Yeah. I do think our entire generation. I don't know if Gen Z will be like this. Maybe they're close enough to us. I don't know if the next like whoever's like five now will be. But um, Gen I Alpha. think Gen, yeah, our generation has for sure been like accidentally fucked up by Disney in thinking everything is hot. Like not in not mm-hmm. even in the heteronormative way, but like yeah. like not in the nothing wrong with being a furry. But I mean, I think about like how I feel I'm pretty vanilla mainstream when it comes to like my you know kinks. But then I'm just like. Yeah, if I see a sexy cartoon, I'm just like, that reminds me of watching Disney movies. And to me, that was a story, right? And I was attracted to the emotional arc of a story. And it's really hard to disconnect from those stories. Mm. And so it's really easy to just jump into like, you could make a teacup hot. Like, literally, there's so many Pixar movies that are just like, and then we like this robot and we feel bad for this robot. Yeah, right. I, I would agree. So I'm a little confused. Though. Are you saying... I'm saying that we, our generation got way more open sexually on accident. Like, I don't... Mm. I think some people have kinks and that's cool, but I'm saying, like, I didn't specifically yeah. seek out... Yep. Bestiality. My little toaster was a baddie. Yeah, yeah and my yeah. little toaster makes me feel like... it's. I call it sad porn almost. It's like, I don't feel sexual, but I definitely feel that element of being, like, triggered... Yeah, 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 yeah. Sad yeah. Way yeah you're, you're like, busting tear nuts. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. I've never heard that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is a great yeah. way to tear describe nuts. that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys, or maybe I am just coming out as a cartoon. Uh, yeah, I think you're person. learning a lot about yourself. Yeah, you this like is your confession. Not a thing. I. I like Sailor Moon growing up, but like again, I wouldn't describe my, myself as someone who sought out anime or okay. like watched a lot of it. I, yeah. I did grow up, you know, way. Taiwanese. Yeah, if it comes, you know, you gotta yeah. know. Uh, well, I don't know. Yeah, D- do you guys not feel this way? Maybe, maybe I didn't watch enough like uh, live action growing up. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I'm still a little confused, but what, there's a lot there. Uh, I'm so I think Disney changed. I think Disney and cartoons are responsible for why so many of us are into like. Or just like Halloween, like sexy anything, objects, like yeah. animals, anything. I think, yeah, I think sex is prevalent in pretty much every industry. And it's always going to be sold to us, even at a young age, I yeah. think. Even like, mm-hmm. if it's not super, like, obvious. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm into sexy right. cartoon characters. But I I, I grew up really messed up because like, my family owned a video store growing up. Oh, okay. So, like, they had, like, a, it was like, one of those videos that had, like, those back rooms. So, like, ah. I was oh, watching yeah. porn at a super young age. So, like, oh, wow. The anime stuff just doesn't do so it for me. So, in some ways, because your early sexual, like, 
visual stimulation was actually people, yeah. you could connect that. But maybe right. I was like kept away from it for so long yeah. that I'm it's still now if I see people that's like, you know, people in costumes, like some sort of mix of it almost. Yeah. Like, Ooh, that's hot. I think the Disney theory is great. Uh, <laughs> I also think that we were the first generation to have internet porn as mm, children. Okay. Yeah. That probably played a little bit of a role. True. So. But when I was like, I wasn't really, uh, I was very prudent, wasn't Googling porn, but the couple of times I'd be like, oh, it's something sexy. I'd be like, boobs or sex. Yeah, like, I yeah. wasn't like dogs, human, like, you know? And yeah, you work like, your way up to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nobody, oh, nobody just jumps nobody into jumps the deep end. Dogs. Oh, wow, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. yeah, you work your way to dogs. Oh, yeah. I, hopefully I don't. Uh, yeah. I hope not. <laughs> what, did you have like TV crushes or, or, you know, like movie character crushes? Oh, 100%. Like, even like, like if you want to talk about like, anim- like na- animated, like Kim Possible was a baddie. Okay. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, there's, I still think she's like everybody in that she show is. is attractive um sailor moon i watched a whole bunch sailor too moon. um but yeah no sailor uranus is probably the main reason i'm by no i don't know but was that the real name she yeah well yeah the outer scout there was a two that's i don't remember they were pretty that. progressive in the sense i remember that, like tuxedo mask oh, yeah, with somebody tuxedo mask hot yeah <laughs> i was into x-men growing up I okay yeah. Jean gray <laughs> i would have fucked everybody except rogue for safety reasons that's fair okay <laughs> Okay, so you guys all had like at least cartoon human crushes. So I guess like what I need, heard is I need to go work on exploring this part of myself. Yeah, <laughs> I just like affection from anybody, a cartoon or a person. Doesn't I'll matter. take it. Yeah, yeah. doesn't matter if you're real or not. You know? Like there's that movie Her. That's very believable. So, yeah. Surrey, oh, I can fall in love with yeah. Surrey. You know what I'm saying? I had a Snapchat relationship with a person, but it was like to the point where someone <laughs> with my <laughs> okay. app. No, but like to the point where like because we were long distance to the point where I I realized like, oh, the future is going to have so many different weird ways of because con- the, the pattern mm-hmm. in my head was like I'm texting this person and we're falling in love. But I had not most of the relationship part. We had not hung out in person, even though I knew this person. So you start I started from like, this is a real person. Yeah. But then all of the courting and dating was all on Snapchat. And yeah. that's when I was like, oh, I could totally see like 10 years from now. Um, so yeah, that an AI, like a robot just an AI bot just yeah. answering intelligently enough. I would write for one of those. Honestly, like that's my dream is when people are like, oh, no, robots are going to take all of our jobs. Exotic AI bot. We're going to need more writers. People, mm. Look, Fox News has writers. They can't even get their shit together. Yeah, yeah. You don't think the sex? You think the sex bots are gonna please everyone without writers? Mm. That's fair. You're gonna yeah. need writers for that shit. Put me yeah, up. Yeah, you're gonna need a sex machine. I want to be first in line to write all the sex. There bots. you go. You're manifesting it. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, we're nearing the end. And there's a vacuum approaching. Yeah, and there's so. a vacuum. So it's why don't we? Why yeah. don't we plug all of our things and you know. Uh, and let the listeners know where they can find all your shit, all your cool stuff, yeah, you know, um, special, whatnot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all my stuff is at a, my socials are D A U O O D. I'm the only one with that name. Um, on TikTok, IG is where I'm most active. Follow me on those. Yep, that's it. Mine's uh, Sammy Obey, just my name. You can put in Sammy O, Google Autofill the Rest, um, all, all the socials, and I'm um, putting out my. Most recent special on YouTube should be up. I don't know when this comes out, but should be up uh, <laughs> mid-April. Okay. Yeah. Check out Sammy Special. You can follow this podcast at Tell Me Anything Pod. Follow me at Teresa Leepaw on Instagram. Thank you, guys. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to You Can Tell Me Anything. You Can Tell Me Anything is a comedic podcast created and produced by Teresa Lee on the Hoo Ha Ha Podcast Network. The Hoo Ha Ha team is Ashley McAtee, Audrey Povar, Maggie Week Austin, Cardi Assad, and Stephanie Binot. The theme song for this podcast was created by Cody Johnston. The outro music was written by Shipwrecked Sailor. 
and the Hoo-Ha-Ha app can be found in the Apple Store to stream your favorite comedy series and laugh out loud podcasts by the funniest woman in comedy. To contact this podcast specifically, you can email tellmeanythingpod at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at tellmeanythingpod. Thank you.